Hello, welcome to this week's Therapy for Me, and I'm trying to get it out of the way a little bit earlier this week, which means it's Friday, not Saturday, as I have been in recent weeks, because I'm doing a Zoom webinar thing that I've not really got any clue how to technically do, but I'm doing it anyway. So we'll crack on, and we'll have a little bit of that twangy guitar, uh, and I'll probably tell you a bit more about that as we go through. <laughs> I noticed this on Monday, but I'm actually going to reference stats from today, which is Friday. But it was Monday when I first started to pick up on this. And it's probably happened sooner, actually. It's probably happened earlier than this, but it was Monday when I kind of noticed it. Um, and that's COVID, and that's COVID numbers, um, because COVID numbers are on the rise. And I remember, I think I speculated that there would be a, that there'd be a, increase in COVID numbers when we um, when we stopped the isolation. That by saying that COVID wasn't a thing and you didn't have to isolate at all, and if you had COVID, you could go out and do what you were, you were doing, based on, I guess, how we are with all illnesses, which is you might go to work with a bit of a sniffle or a bit of something, but it wouldn't stop you going to work. So obviously that was going to increase COVID numbers. But the interesting thing about the stats for this week is we're 56.3% up on positive cases and I think that number's probably low and the reason why I think that number's low is because I don't think as many people are testing um, and if they are testing they're probably not reporting the the number and I can only say that when I had it I didn't report the test um, because I couldn't see any point um, and obviously as we move into the new world order then lots more people may a, may not have a lateral flow test and don't feel like they want to buy one, or B, um, may not may register but then just not, uh, you know, sorry, may test positive but not register the test. So that 143,956 cases over the last seven days increase, 56%, uh, could, could easily be a lot more. Now, the other thing is we're seeing an increase um, in deaths. Uh, we're seeing more worryingly an increase in patients admitted. There's a 16.9% uh, increase in patients admitted into healthcare because ultimately that's the thing that potentially will drive the death numbers in in two to three weeks' time. Um, and we are actually seeing a slight increase in, in tests conducted, though only a low increase, certainly way outside the tested positive number, which seems a, a little bit interesting as well. But I just... I suppose the thing I really wanted to say was we've kind of forgotten about COVID, but in the background, it's doing its thing. It's doing its thing and it's still there. And, you know, I don't, we're not at a stage where we're outside a lot yet. The weather's okay, slightly better this week, but we're still, we're still largely indoors. Um, and I just, and, and I understand a lot of reasons why we're not looking at it. You know, there's lots of other things Everything to do with Ukraine is, is is diverting attention. The other thing that's interesting about COVID is that what's been snuck out in the last few days is the terms of reference for the COVID inquiry have been have been uh, snuck out with not an enormous amount of uh, not an enormous amount of um, attention, um, which also then makes me wonder whether the COVID inquiry could get essentially could get overtaken by the events in in Ukraine. I don't know. Um, 
so nothing to draw other than that increase but interesting that we've just stopped looking tuesday i mentioned last week i hadn't listened to the new marillion album uh, when I recorded the podcast and I listened to the new Marillion album. I went for a, a walk on Saturday and I uh, I listened to it uh, through the course of a walk. And actually, bizarrely, um, I listened to it, I guess, an hour before dark, actually, because it got dark as I was listening to it. I didn't plan it that way around. It just, uh, and for those of you who don't know, the album's called An Hour Before, an hour before It's Dark. And uh, that's how I ended up uh, listening to it. Um, And I'm really liking it. I I think it's exceptional. Um, I'm a big fan of the previous album, uh, Fear, and I think this is um, truly uh, astonishing as a piece of work. I I absolutely love it. I love everything about it. I think it sounds great. Um, I love the way it's put together. It's really really doing it for me. It's hit the spot uh, for me. Um, But I know for a lot of other people, it's it's not worked. And Marillion have a... They have a group on Facebook for Merlin and fans, and the thing that's unique about that particular group is, uh, and I'm not quite sure how many people are in it, but it's, it's a good number of people that are in there. And the thing about that that group is that the band and the band's management and people who work for the band, and Merlin's a tight little family of people who work for it, um, were regular people on that group. Um, and this week they pulled out of being on that group, uh, mainly because... Of, I don't know. A, a compl- I don't know if it's a, a backlash. It's probably not a backlash. A lot of people took to the group to express their opinion on the new album, and that's perfectly fine. And I guess you're allowed to, you know, to, to, you know, to state your opinion and in the way that I just have to, to you know, to be fair. Um, but it it got very divisive very very quickly, um, and um, it got quite hostile quite quickly and I think at that point in time uh, the the band and the people who you know and when I say the band I mean the band and everybody works within the organisation that is Marillion um, just just walked away and said no we this this thing's it's got too toxic and this thing means too much to us and we'll just leave this group and uh, and, and let everybody continue to do what they what they do um, and it's the first time I mean it's not that I'm I'm not naive enough to know that social media isn't a hugely toxic place. And I've spent the last 18 months talking about Brexit. So it's not that I don't know these things and not that I'm not very much aware that, you know, Twitter is equally as toxic. I was just surprised when it was something like this, because this should be something really simple. It should just be a collection of people coming together who have a common interest. And the common interest is is they like the music of a particular band. And yet, for whatever reason, it's just descended into a whole group of people who can't agree about the bits of the band they like best and equally can't agree about the bits of the band they don't like. And I'm, I'm kind of... I, can't, I, I just don't get it. I guess that's the point I'm really trying to say. I don't get it. I don't understand how this would this would happen. I don't know why it would happen, and I don't quite know why it's... It's it's a good or a well, it's not a good thing, but I don't know why this level of engagement or this level of interaction or this level of opinion is deemed to be a a good thing. Now, okay, you know, I I come on here and I 
talk about things that I like and I talk about things that maybe haven't done it for me and maybe I, maybe it's all in degrees maybe I'm as bad as everybody else uh, and I've, and it's certainly stopped to make me think though I I tend to think with with things like art and with with well not arts well yeah okay it's art with things like music and with TV and with films and with books I I tend to just say the things I like I tend to come on and say that's brilliant thoroughly enjoyed it it was great it, you know even if it's Look, it's absolute nonsense, but I, I just loved it. it. Made me feel good. It was a great bit of escapism. Um, I, I don't remember how often I come on and and actually say this film was rubbish. Don't go anywhere near it. Uh, I, I don't know if I do that very often. Maybe I guess what I try and do in those circumstances is just move on. You know, I've I've interacted with something, I didn't enjoy it. Okay, but I don't feel the need necessarily to tell everybody that I didn't enjoy it. Or maybe I have done that. I don't know. You'll have to maybe come back and tell me if I do do that. And if I do, then I need to stop because it's one. It's not much of a leap from just in passing comments saying, "Yeah, I didn't think that was very good," or "Yeah, I thought that was better," to 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 the kind of levels of of kind of you know almost vitriol that that was was part of this little situation on Facebook. Of course, at the end of the day we're back to Facebook aren't we and whether it's a good place to be and a good place for your mental health and then I'm back to that conversation of maybe I'm just better with my smartphone with Snake on it and the ability just to send the odd message um, that one's still buzzing around my head as uh, as well anyway um, what it's meant is it's meant that um, the the album the album the podcast title's got to be a bit of Joy Division this week uh, and if nothing else it's always worth hearing that song so Let's take that as the positive. Thursday. I went to see a man today uh, called Keith Dawson. Keith Dawson has a music shop in Marsh in Huddersfield. And I went to see him because he's planning on retiring. or um, And he wants to try and sell his music shop because his music shop is uh, doing well. And it's uh, a, a sort of a multi-portfolio kind of music store which means that he's got teaching rooms upstairs got um three teachers and circa 80 students a week he does um repairs um and guitar setups and restrings and those kind of things and then he's got the retail side of the business so he's got three things going on with within the shop and as a little portfolio they make up a what is a profitable business and he's wanting to sell because um he's the only general uh, music store uh, in Huddersfield uh, we've got a folk store and we've got uh, his store, which is, and when we say general, we kind of kind of brings us into more rock and roll, so into electric guitars and basses and drums and that kind of thing. And um, and I went and wrote a, a little blog piece on the store and um, decided that I would walk home from uh, where he is. So I got dropped off with a view that I'd enjoy the afternoon. It was a um, relatively good weather, relatively clear, and I'd have. I'd have a walk home and I didn't know how far it was going to be but I thought somewhere between five and a half and six miles and as it turned out that's exactly what it ended up being uh, and it was a really pleasant walk but I didn't understand and I didn't give any thought and the only reason I'm mentioning all of this apart from the fact that it's worth mentioning Keith because he's got a really nice little business um, it, when I looked at the stats when I got home had well I walk, whilst I was walking back, I went through periods of thinking, this is hard work, 
um, because I seemed to go down a lot and go up a lot. And in reality, what I did was I went down and up um, effectively two valleys. Um, one being the Cone Valley, which is where the um, the, the Manchester Canal um, and the River Cone, uh, which actually run side by side. Um, the point I crossed, they literally were side by side. Um, and so I went, I went down that, which is a very steep valley, and then went up, which is a relatively steep climb, the other side. And then I went up through another mini valley on the on the on the way back, uh, which is yeah, part of the the home valley. And um, and when I when I got when I got home, I realised I'd done fifty one flights. Now, this is the great thing about about obviously the stats and the readouts from various watches is that it would you know and I, I thought it had been a reasonable climb so I glanced just to get some idea fifty one flights up and down over the course of that that walk now had I been a bit brighter and let's face it I'm not the sharpest tool had I been a bit brighter and had I actually looked and thought about it I probably could have done the same walk but the thing is I get distracted so as I'm walking along I walk past Greenhead Park and then I walk down and I saw a nature reserve and I thought I didn't even know this was there let's walk walk through that and then I had a quick look and thought well it's going to add a bit to the walk but let's do it anyway what that meant was that I ended up doing a much steeper bit of the Cone Valley than I would have done if I'd kind of walked slightly the more direct route but of course you see a nature reserve you didn't even know was there. You see a picture on the wall. It shows there's a little lake and this and the other thing. Oh, I've walked down there. No, it didn't. He didn't even know this exists. And of course, in the middle of a town like Huddersfield, if you find something like that, you want to go and give and explore. Um, and if you follow my Instagram, you'll, uh, I ended up walking through uh, a really nice park called Beaumont Park, which is which is uh, in a place called Netherton. And and that's a hell of a climb to get up to Beaumont Park. Beaumont Park, the view from Beaumont Park is fantastic. Incredible view of Castle Hill. Really, really superb. But it's high up. It's very, very high. And then you and then you drop down to the you know to, to the valley and and then back up the other side. And um but that's where I saw the tree. That's where I saw the tree. In fact, there are a number of trees with the Ukraine um flags that had been done with the flowers on them, which was fantastic. If you if you don't follow my Instagram, um, it's worth it's worth just having a quick look because this this it's very poignant. The tree with the with the with the flag on. In fact, I, f- I saw a number of Ukraine flags flying just from people. I mean, I've never understood flagpoles. I've never understood why you would have a flagpole in your house or in your garden. But it's interesting. The ones that I did pass and I passed two both had Ukrainian flags flying. Um, I don't know how I got there from 51 flights. I don't know why I wrote 51 flights down. That was Wednesday. Uh, nothing more to say about it. That was Wednesday. Oh, and I had a great piece of coffee and walnut cake at a, a coffee shop called Bex's Cafe in Marsh as well. Thanks, Bex. It was lovely. Thursday. The Kenobi trailer landed today. And Kenobi is the latest in the Star Wars spin-off series. Ewan McGregor's coming back to play Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Hayden Christensen's coming back to play uh, Darth Vader. Um, and it's brilliant. It's a, great, it's a great trailer. You can't help but be excited when you see it. It's going to link the, um, the, the prequels uh, with the original trilogy. Uh, it's got that look of the other um, series, so The Mandalorian and Boba Fett. So it's got a very you know um traditional look about it looks very much like the the original films it's going to be superb but there's 
there's a couple of things that I love about the trailer, and it's not it's not the things you'd expect. I'm not when I when I watch a trailer like that, I'm not really looking for clues as to what they're going to cover. Do you know what? When it happens, it'll happen, and that's when I'll get the story, and I can wait till then. I can wait till then. I don't need to pick a load of information out of it. What I loved about the trailer was three things that actually don't really talk to the story. They just talk to the the child in me when we have anything to do with Star Wars. The first thing is that Lucasfilm always comes up at the beginning. And uh, and the Lucasfilm logo is in a sand colour and it, it disappears with an effect that is like sand in the breeze. Um, and of course... The action's based on uh, the planet of Tatooine, which is a desert planet. And so just the very nature of the logo disappearing in the sand was like, ooh, I really like that. It's really evocative. I think that's great. That's already giving me the sense of where we're we're at. So I loved that bit. And then at the end, when the the name comes up, when Obi-Wan Kenobi comes up as the series name, um, the eye in Kenobi is his lightsaber. It's just the outline of his lightsaber, which obviously, by the very nature of what they are, because it looks like the handle on a sword, it looks like an eye. So the fact that that was there is like, that's brilliant. I love that. I love that it's his lightsaber. And then the last bit, and it's not even the trailer, they've changed the Disney logo. So the sweep that comes over the Disney logo um, is is done with a lightsaber. And... That just that just got me. That just it was just like the end of it. Like that's that's brilliant. Just you know, and it's that's the bit. I mean, they know they know that you know there are plenty of very 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 sad fifty year old blokes like myself who will look at something like that and go, "Wow, is that, I love what they've done with the logo with the lightsaber." So that was the thing of the things that landed. It was those three. I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks great and I can't wait. But I'm happy to wait for the story to be to float over me. Just those bits in the trailer. I've put a link on to it. Um, watch it. See if it makes you smile. See if when you see those things, it makes you smile in the way that it did, it, it, it did me. Even if you don't really get Star Wars, particularly the Disney one at the end, that might actually make you. It might make you smile. <laughs> If you're a Wordler and you haven't done Wordle today, and today is Friday the 11th, then you might not want to listen to this section until you've got to Saturday when the Wordle will have disappeared, or until you've done the Wordle, because I'm going to reveal what the Wordle is as part of this. Only because there's a bit of a thing in Wordle, um, and I'm desperately trying to get it on my phone as I as I speak, so I can I can give you an exact example. There's a thing going on on Wordle that's really really mean, um, and by that, um, so today it took me six goes to get Wordle. Okay, and the reason it took me six goes to get Wordle is because I got the last four letters of Wordle on the third go. So by the third go, I knew that the last four letters were ACH, A T C H. But what Wordle keeps doing is it keeps then giving you three, four, five different words that could come by putting a new first letter on. 
So my Wordle this this well today was noise. I went with noise first because I always try and go with um, I try and go with a five letter word and try and get as many vowels in there as I can because I think that that's that's as a tactic's fairly helpful. So I get noise, nothing at all. So okay, I know I need to try and get an A and a words with an A and a U to get all the vowels out of the way. So I go with laugh. And but and I do laugh and I find out that A and the H are in the right places. So then looking at the Romanian letters, I go with patch. Okay? I have a crack at patch as that. And then I find out that ATCH is right. So by guess three, I've got everything apart from that that essentially that beginning letter, that first letter. I then go through batch, match, and eventually get watch, and I get it on number six. But, but, that's the frustration, because at that point, it's not about skill, necessarily. It's about blind luck. I can't do anything at that point to to other than just say, just pick randomly which order of the remaining words I want to go with, because ultimately it will be any of them, and there's no way of deducing what it's going to be. At that point, you have you have run out of deductions. Sometimes with Wordle, you look, and it might be because of the way the letters are formed, there's literally only word one word it can be. And if you sit there long enough and you think about it, you'll get there. On a Wordle like today, you're screwed. Always up, you're absolutely screwed. So I know it's a first world problem, but do you know what? With everything that's going on, maybe there's nothing wrong with having a first world problem as the way to finish off the week. Um, and apologies if you don't do Wordle and you think this is random. And it is completely random. But um, and, I, and I don't know what Wordle can do about it. Maybe they're just being, they, they're being clever, aren't they? They know that they put you in that situation. But it seems to be happening more often. I, I keep seeing screenshots from people on on Twitter where they you can tell they've got four letters, there's one letter missing, and they've had four goes and got it on the last one or not got it at all just because there's no way of using your intellect to get it right. You've just literally got to go, right, what order am I going to guess them in? And then whatever I, I end up with is what I get. I don't know. Um, I, I, I said I might mention what's going on tonight. There's a... There's a um, the the patrons of the Steve Hogarth podcast, the Corona Diaries podcast, we're doing a live thing tonight where all the patrons are invited to a live recording of um, of, of an episode. It's going to be episode 97. And we're doing it on a webinar on, on Zoom. And I've got a few hundred people coming to this webinar. And I've never used a webinar on Zoom before. So I haven't got a clue how this is going to work out. Uh, it may be a very disappointing evening for a number of people uh, in, in the hundreds. I may be letting down more people in a single evening than I've ever let down before, to my knowledge, to my knowledge. Um, so we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see how it how it pans. Hence the reason why I wanted to get that out, this out of the way, so it's one less thing to to worry about because this is something I'm just about in control of just about anyway i hope you're well um stay safe enjoy your weekend watch out for covid as it appears to be slightly on the upturn um and, and with a bit of luck weather will be be kind and everybody will get out and about over the course of the weekend uh, take care <laughs>